High atop Chicago Skyline Studio on Labor Day. So happy Labor Day to everybody. It is gloomy. The upside and positive thing is, for the most part, you're not working. We are. Andrew in the booth is working. Of course, here working hard to uh, give you an eclectic blend on the show today. As usual, we're going to have a little bit of fast. We're going to have a little bit of food. We're going to also talk a little Labor Day as well. So coming up on the fast side, and this is happening almost as we speak down at the U.S. Nationals, which is, I would say, the epicenter for speed. We are going to be joined uh, really right after this first break. Ron Caps is the world champion for Funny Car and uh, also Flying Ryan. We're going to be talking with him a little bit later on the program today on the El Bandito Pro Stock uh, Motorcycle Live from the U.S. Nationals. The big go on the food side. Uh, we're going to talk a little barbecue, continuing what we talked about with uh, with Dave Plyer and his uh, great work with Weber. We're going to talk with Dr. Barbecue. He is a barbecue hall of famer, and he's going to talk a little bit of turkey, right? Getting it out on the grill. It is good for you. And then also turkey for your tailgates, too. So stay tuned for that. And again, as mentioned, no less than two Iron Chefs. Alex Garnaschelli is going to talk about Alex versus America and some of the great things that she is doing these days. And then our very own uh, we think of her as our very own girl in the goat, uh, Stephanie Iser. She is an Iron Chef out in California as well, all over the world, and uh, and one of those great top personalities. We'll have her on as well. And then coming up uh, at around 1030, Jim Bob Morris is going to join us, the visionary founder and uh, lead bandito over at El Bandito Yankee. We'll talk about the exciting things happening for the hardest working tequila in the tequila business. But it is Labor Day. And so 312-981-7200, if people want to add in a little bit of Labor Day stuff, either something that you're doing, I want to say worst job, best job, first job, any of those kind of things. I always kind of like the worst and the first, you know, some of the things that we did before we knew we didn't have to do that. And as a kid, sometimes you get into, I don't know if you're like a paper boy or something like that. One of my first jobs, I was detasseling corn in Wisconsin. So they had a whole bus and pulled everybody up and you had to just walk through the fields all day pulling corn. That was pretty terrible. Andrew, you know, you were, is this Buffalo, New York is where you grew up, correct? Yes, sir. And so what kind of jobs were you coding wings? Anything cool like that? Nostalgic, very on brand for Buffalo? Uh, no, I, I, I wish I had uh, something more uh, very Buffalonian, but my first job there was... Um, is that really what it's called, Buffalonian? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I was wondering. That's probably a science. There is some sort of science of like, what do you call it? Like Philadelphians, Buffalonians, Illinois. You know, I mean, there's always... Yeah, anytime I say it out loud, I, especially having moved here, it feels very weird and out of place, but especially the looks I get when I say buffaloni. Well, it sounds, so like that's that's what it is. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's like a mix between, you know, a resident of Buffalo and maybe like a Star Trek character. It's the Buffalonians and their phasers are set on stun. So, Andrew, what was your first job or one of those crazy jobs? You first job, uh, honestly, I, I really enjoyed my first job. I was 15, I think, and I was working as a birthday party host at my local bowling alley. Okay, so you're selling smiles. You're there, kind of. You know, people will remember that forever. You say to a kid, "Hey, do you remember your tenth birthday party?" They do, and if it was a good memory, it's because of you. I'd hope so. I put a lot of work into those, each and every one of those. The other job, and of course, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. People want to text in something. We'll try to mention them as we go. Is and this was in the eighties. This was at the Masonic Lodge in Whitewater, Wisconsin. I was a pin setter, so me and a, another friend. Uh, and, and, you know, bowling technology had far surpassed this, but this was an old school bowling alley in a basement. And so imagine bowling, you, you know, you're throwing the ball as hard as you can. The pins are flying everywhere. We had to sit in there with the pins and then go and pick them all up and put them back in what the mechanical thing does now. Super dangerous. And that was before you had to sign waiver forms to do anything. But uh, I'm surprised we survived. 
I think we got like 10 bucks for like the whole night, and we were happy to do it. All right, 312-981-7200. We want to add your thoughts. We are going to take a break. we got a jam-packed show, and coming up when we get back, we're going to have world champion for the Funny Cars for NHRA, Ron Caps live from the U.S. Nationals, the big go. So keep it here. It's Dane on 720 WGN. Not only is this the biggest race, it's the big go. It's the U.S. Nationals. It's our Super Bowl, our Daytona 500. So much energy going on in this whole pit area. Hey, it's Ron Caps, driver of the Napa Auto Parts, Toyota Supra, NHRA World Champion, and you're on the road with Dane on WGN. 720 WGN, typically high at Tom Chicago in the Skyline Studio, but here at the Epicenter for racing the Big O U.S. Nationals with one of the biggest stars, uh, world champion and defender in the funny car side for NHRA and one of the biggest stars in motorsports, the one and only Ron Caps. Ron, welcome to WGN. Oh man, it's good to be here. I'm, you know, this is uh, when you just said that the epicenter, and it, I haven't heard that term, but it really is because not only is this the biggest race, it's the big go, it's the U.S. Nationals, it's our Super Bowl, our Daytona 500, but this is the epicenter of where almost 90 percent of the NHRA teams are based out of, right? You know, within a couple miles of here. You mentioned good to be here, and it isn't just you. Obviously, the driver community is excited to be here, but so many fans because of the pandemic and all the rescheduling and everything that's happened. This is the first time that things have been fully, fully, fully open. They're excited, too. Yeah. I knew when I pulled in here, really the day before, I, I was I looked across the street when we drove in, and the campers, I haven't seen that kind of action with, with all the campers showing up that early to this race in a long time. And plus having the all-star call out back, when I came into the sport as a funny car, listen, I was a rookie, and it was Al Hoffman and John Forrest and Jim Epler and all the guys I looked up to, and it was the Big Bud shootout. It was for a hundred grand, and that was a special race. You didn't have to worry about points. You just went up, tried to win the big money, and so that's finally back as well. That hasn't been around for a while. So, yeah, through the pandemic, things were a little lean with the fans, but this this reminds me of the old U.S. Nationals. This is... So much energy going on in this whole pit area. You think about racing in general, and you know, racers are fans of racers and racing. And whether it's Formula One in Miami or an uptick in the NASCAR side of things, sold out Indy 500. Ron, like as a racer, it's a good time to be a race fan. Yeah, great time. Uh, you know, I'm very lucky. I've been blessed to be with Napa Auto Parts now. Um, shoot, we're going on 17, 18 years. And um, what what I've really been what I've noticed more than anything is just my teammates throughout that. Now to have Chase Elliott as a teammate has been so much fun. He came in, and he, went, he had to go to his prom the first year. He started driving for Napa for Dale Jr. So I've, I've watched him grow, and it's been so much fun. We have Rossi on the IndyCar side, Brad Sweet on the World of Outlaws. So it is a stout. I don't think you'll find a better team throughout motorsports. But overall, I go to any of those races, and they're packed. You turn it on TV, and it's got ratings crazy good ratings so yeah i think you're right motorsports is back in the world of motorsports there isn't i don't think another sport where sponsors are more integral the partnerships the just the ways the alignments and all the ways that that is important and you have really sort of i don't know like the first family of sponsors right you have and it is and you mentioned it sort of like a family talk about that the support for napa and you mentioned team as you you know launch out on your own with the new team you're not alone you've got good company yeah, and I, you know, I got hooked up with Toyota, which was a blessing. Knowing I was going to 
become a team owner and to win a world championship, you, you couldn't script it any better. And to have Nap Auto Parts say, you know what, we want to be a part of this new venture of you being a new team owner. So there was a lot of lot of fun stuff going on in the off season. A lot of craziness. Me as a first time owner, but a lot of good people around me. And you got to remember, Don the Snake Perdome was my first team owner as a professional. So I was thrust right into the rock star spotlight of being around a Dale Earnhardt or a Richard Petty. Um, of our sport and so driving for him for almost a decade it really taught me a lot on the track and off the track and i've, I've tried to sort of carry that throughout my career you mentioned rock stars and some of the uh the rock stars of uh, of racing i always think of nhra as the most exciting form of motorsports out there as far as immediate gratification if you're a new person in there and you want to get in there i mean you've got a winner all the time right you're not waiting around three hours it's happening and when you think about this i happened to into the the drivers meeting on the way in here and everyone was talking NHRA people were talking about here's the ways that we're going to you know highlight and amplify and showcase some of the stars and you're one of the biggest in the sport and they mentioned get you at sporting events get you at rock concerts talk about this the first time that we did an interview we talked maybe more about metallica than <laughs> than, than we did about racing and so this is going to be natural for you. So many great friends in music, in the rock world. It'll be great to have you guys highlight it. I, you know, I grew up a music head. Like, just, you know, I was in the 80s metal when I was growing up and hard rock. And so I took that passion when I became sort of, I guess, popular enough that I could go and get invited to these shows. And I got to meet these rock stars who I always loved. But they're bigger race fans, and they when they come out, for me to be able to take them to the starting line is is like them taking me backstage. So to get to be friends with James Hetfield or or Tommy Lee and Motley Crue and uh, Rick Allen and Def Leppard, who I just talked to, I mean, it is crazy sometimes for me to almost pinch myself like, God, I, I actually know these guys. But to your point, it is NHRA. Every ticket is a pit pass. So literally... I tell people it's like going to your favorite rock concert and going backstage with a band, and then they say, hey, we're going to go on stage, and you go right out in the front row for the next song, and then you go backstage again and hang out. That's the sort of what you feel like when you come to an NHRA event. When it comes to playing loud and playing fast, there's nothing bigger than NHRA with that, and we're getting into the playoffs here as a team owner. Talk a little bit about that, excitement for it with everything that's happening. Of course, contending again, so many changes, obviously, but still contending for a championship, defending a championship. Talk about the playoffs. It's, there's a lot of, uh, you, you know, we talk about the juices you get in the playoffs in any sport, right? You, you get down and the regular season's over, you start focusing on playoffs. It's the same way here. And this this is not only our biggest race, U.S. Nationals. It's the last time you can collect points and for your position to go into the playoffs. And they call it the countdown of the championship. But after this race is over, points are reshuffled and, and zeroed out. And then it's six races for a world championship. Everything you dreamed about as a kid growing up to win a world championship. So we are trying with points and a half, which is more than normal here at this race, which amplifies the U.S. Nationals even more. It's a lot of craziness. So, yeah, we're, we're, uh, I, I feel those juices, those playoff sort of juices in the back of my gums. Like people are starting to get ready for it. As you head towards what hopefully will be another championship, and of course, all those efforts to raise the profile of the sport, and of course, is one of the, its biggest stars. You know, where can people keep up with your adventures? Obviously, we'll have links at WGNRadio.com, but personally, for the new team, everything you're doing, where can they go? Well, it's Ron Caps Motorsports, but you know, on my social media, I, I do most of it myself, and uh, you know, across Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's Ron Caps twenty eight most of the time, or just my name. But I try to have fun with my personal ones. I, I throw a mixture of of sponsor stuff, but I like to have uh, a lot of funds. And I, I just you and I 
before we started talking, I had a fan come up and just say, man, I love following you, some of the fun stuff that you do. And, and that's gratification because you start to wonder, do people even care what the heck I do? I, you know what? Really, do they want to know what I'm doing away from the racetrack? Well, they do. And just like I do when I follow somebody, you know, in a rock world uh, on Instagram or something. So it, it's nice to hear that from the fans. In a sport where you're in a car with a helmet, I mean, a lot of times you do think maybe you're anonymous. It is that the personalities are great and you're one of those best personalities in the sport one of the great ambassadors for it, Ron. So we'll let you get back to it. Hopefully you get a Wally this week, of course, into the playoffs. And thanks for jumping on the show today. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. 720 WGN. It is Labor Day. And Dane, I am here with you until 2 p.m. And we are doing, outside of all the fast and the food and some barbecue and great things that are happening this Labor Day and holiday weekend, we're having people share uh, your first job or your worst job, maybe even your best job, if you're excited about that, 312-981-7200. I shared uh, that I detasseled corn, which was absolutely miserable and then also very dangerous, the death-defying life as a pin setter, right? And uh, Andy Mazer, Andy, did you have a job? I asked Dave Schwan. He had pretty, you know, he worked like in a grocery store yeah. and uh, pretty normal stuff, pretty safe stuff. Yeah, my first was my worst. I was 15 and uh, I worked in a hair salon. I was the <laughs> hair sweep and I guess the uh, test dummy for new hires to do shampooing. I did though learn how to do laundry. I had to wash towels and di- rearrange display cases. But here's the here's the rub. You know my name's Andy, right? Yes. Uh, my boss thought my name was Neil the entire time I worked there. <laughs> well, why? That's not even. If it was Randy, yeah, I, could I have get no that. idea. He would call me Neil, and for some reason, I answered to it. And uh, I was only there for about uh, four or five months before I decided that uh, I didn't want to be Neil anymore. On the cutting edge, and no pun intended, did exactly. you ever have to? You know, as the fashion, you know, the world of like high end, like hairstyling, can be pretty fast moving. Did they ever kind of test out any new hairstyles on you? No, thank goodness. It was just the hair washing, and that was uh, dangerous enough at <laughs> certain times. I didn't have a you know an extra shirt there with me, so it would be uh, you know it was deathifying. Oh, if, if anybody's got like a scalp infection, it. Just sounds yeah, terrible. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm glad I did not uh, partake in the hair cutting industry. I'm glad that there are professionals out there that take care of me when they do it. Uh, it just wouldn't have been good if I was the one in it. It takes a village. All right. Thanks, yes. Andy. Three with two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Andy shared his. That was brave for him to go ahead and do that. We are going to take a break, and when we come back after the news, we're going to have visionary founder of El Bandito Yankee, the official tequila of race day. Jim Bob Morris is going to join us. So keep it here. It's Dane on seven twenty WGN. So on late. Liberty, sharing your your first job, your worst job, and and all that. Before we get to the guy with the best job, uh, you know, leading El Bandito Yankee, we're gonna quick head out to Gene. Gene, welcome to WGN. Hello, I'm here. Hey, Gene, uh, what was your what was your first job or your worst job or your best job? What do you want to share? My first and worst job when I I lived born and raised on the farm, and at 12 years old we had a real good weed mower. So I got paid by the neighbors to mow the weeds out of the fence row for a dollar a quarter mile. <laughs> That's carrying a can, a, file, a can of water, a file, and a gas can with me. Oh, that sounds. That right. was my first job. All right. Well, thanks for sharing three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. It sounds miserable, and glad we've all moved on from there. Thank, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Gene. Happy Labor Day. And uh, on the line with us now, you know, in everybody's business card, it changes over time. But uh, if you can have visionary founder of the fastest 
uh, growing and hardest working tequila uh, on this planet, or maybe or any other planet. I haven't seen evidence of any other. You know you're doing something right. If you listen to this station, you know that every time the Blackhawks score, you break out the Bandito as the official tequila of race day for NASCAR, for IndyCar, for NHRA, of course, UFC and those great NFL tailgates, and of course, the Hula Bowl, the one and only Jim Bob Morris. Jim Bob, welcome to WGN. Happy Labor Day to you, Dane, and I want to make sure that we uh, we wish a happy Labor Day to all the hard workers in America, to, in every field, to all your hardworking people out there. The world runs on your contributions, and, and you all deserve respect, recognition, and a day to relax. And, and to those that help protect workers and workers' rights, uh, a happy Labor Day to you all. But El Bandito Yankee. Uh, tequila Company is the hardest working tequila on Labor Day. We want to wish everybody a safe and happy Labor Day. So, Jim Bob, before your before your business card said El Bandito Yankee, share with the listeners so they can kind of relate to you and your journey and your success. Like, what did you have? Like one of like your your first job? It was a terrible job or something fun that you can share. You know, when I was a kid, um, I mean, not everybody knows this. I mean, today businesses, uh, our business world was way different than the way I grew up. I mean, you know, my, my dad was raised on the Tahlequah Indian Reservation. And uh, so I grew up uh, pretty poor. Uh, at one point in our life, you know, we were on uh, on uh, assistance. We were on welfare. And uh, and my mother struggled uh, uh, and so forth. But my I started working at about uh, 11 or 12 years old. And and they put me to work out in the oil fields, and I would paint uh, oil tanks in the hot sun. And then uh, that basically migrated from hauling hay and hay fields and then pulling uh, rods and tubing on, on a pulling unit out in the oil fields. And so we had, let me tell you something, there's nothing harder than hauling hay in the in the summer in, in the fields of Kansas and Oklahoma and, or being on the oil fields pulling rods and tubings. There, there's not a dirtier job in the United States, I can assure you. <laughs> it feels like you've really you've paid your dues and uh, and the success. And, of course, that fun for El Bandito Yankee is something that everybody can kind of join in and enjoy. And so let's talk a little bit about it. You know, we said, mentioned fastest-growing tequila, so in just the space of probably less than a year, we're in, you know, it's a bunch of states, right? And, of course, aligned with some of those great sports. Well, hey, superstar Chris Chilio said, and I, when we, when we uh, came up with the brilliant idea in downtown Chicago that, hey, maybe we ought to start our own tequila company, is that at 2.30 in the morning uh, at the Lux Bar seemed like a great idea. Of course, that we've been hitting a lot of other places, but uh, the fact of it is, uh, here we are, less than a year, 20, 20 states, 20,000 locations around the United States, and helping everybody today that uh, has access to El Bandito celebrate a great Labor Day. So I know hockey season is coming up in a little bit, but today is a big day. This weekend is a big weekend for racing, right? And NASCAR, the official tequila of race day, NHRA happening today. There's an El Bandito Pro Stock Motorcycle racing for a championship as we speak. And then the Wiener Nationals. So talk about that because you think about this. Lots of people love to celebrate, but race fans, it's a special connection. Yeah, it is. Is that I think that uh, it's good demographics for us. I mean, we we are like I said, we we are the NASCAR with Tequila NASCAR. We've got Flying Ryan at the NHRA in Indianapolis today, uh, shooting for a title, and so we're really excited about that. Um, the sports racing world, Wiener, Wiener National in Moberly, and I know I think you're going to bring on. Uh, Reed Millard a little bit later here, but but uh, El Bandito Yankee, we we are in that vein 
Uh, we're in all the sports veins, basically, but uh, right now it is race season, and uh, we're behind our our, our participants and and uh, the guys that we're sponsored out there. And good luck to flying Ryan in Indianapolis today. Yeah. Oh no, it's going to be big. And think about this here in the Midwest, and of course in Chicago, people are thinking football. This is sort of that kickoff or the tailgate season for football. And as much as you're into the racing side and supporting El Bandito and all those different alignments, football's in your DNA, just like hockey for Chris Chelly. You actually played for the Packers and in uh, in professional football, so it's exciting to be able to bring your tequila to that sport that you're so associated with. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I tell you what, we have a lot of fun. You know, El Bandito and and our other companies. We we have uh, suites in Lambeau and Kansas City and, and Minnesota, and obviously we support the Cubs uh, with as a Kilina Club, and and we do Bears tailgates, and we really get behind that. Our, our good partners, Blue Hogs, so world champion barbecue masters. I tell you what, every time we get with those guys, I gotta just a shout out to them because they are one of the world's best. I, I love those guys. And Tim, Tim Shear and, and Dickie and everybody, I tell you what, I love you guys. But uh, we're looking forward to football season. It's going to be a great season. Uh, looking for a lot of uh, uh, interesting things to develop this year. And, and uh, yeah, it's funny, like you bring that up, is that, you know, Chris – uh, you know, Chris Chilio is definitely a bona fide all-star and, and uh, you know, world champion and so forth. And when they would do the introductions for me, you know, they would go, and former NFL star, my kids would go, Dad, don't you think <laughs> a little fraudulent? I mean, you weren't a star. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, but there is so much happening. We are going to have, when it comes to Wisconsin, you spent a good portion of your professional career up there and with the Packers. We're going to have a little bit later on from Visit Milwaukee, the uh, head of the Tourism Bureau. We're going to have the people from the Harley-Davidson Museum. And that's another thing on the El Bandito side, too, as we go and, of course, aligned with those great sports. But whether it's road trips away or not too far away, we're going to be right up there in Milwaukee with the brand. Yeah, no, Wisconsin was uh, was great uh, for me. I know it was great for Chris. Chris was an All American at uh, at the University of Wisconsin, uh, NCAA champion, and so forth. And you know, my my stint with the Packers and and uh, you know, I, we we had a lot of fun in Milwaukee. I can tell you that. That's where when we had an off day uh, when I was in Green Bay, that's where we would head. Uh, it was either there golfing or or Door County, but. Uh, but no, is that Wisconsin State, uh, beautiful state. We lo- we love it. Uh, we, we we're going to go back there. We're going to be back there. Like, well, we got eight home games, you know. So we've got a lot of tailgating to do at Lambeau Field, and you know, we do some special stuff with that too, Dave. We bring in a lot of our distributors from around the country because of the iconic element of Lambeau and so forth. It's uh, it's uh, it's always a fun time up there. And then with our tailgates at the Bears and Bears Packers game, I don't know that it gets much better in the in the, in the football world than that. Yeah, for those historic significance and of course Lambeau is and it's one of those things you know obviously here in Chicago there's that uh, you know some animosity between the Bears and the Packers but I see Lambeau Field just like Fenway Park or Wrigley Field for I mean if you are a fan of that sport it is a crown jewel it is something that anybody that if you care about that sport at all you should make that pilgrimage to see it so you've got the official tequila of race day of game day and also of fight night this is one of the most exciting things and it's not to say that you know that people who love UFC or fight or combat sports are uh, are drawn maybe more so to tequila, but you love to celebrate. And we've got a lot of reasons, right? Because uh, light heavyweight contender Dustin Jacoby is on the move. 
Well, Dustin, one of my favorite guys. Talk about hardworking, and and a shout-out to all the hardworking folks out there today. But, but Dustin, he is one of the hardest-working guys and one of the nicest guys. I mean, you know, you, you just he, he's just such a, a, a good guy. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great family man. I love everything about his core values. And uh, he's he's just um, you know he's he's moved up the ranks. I mean he's going to be in the top ten. He's going to be contending for the you know the uh, light heavyweight division crown. And and uh, I'm excited for him. I'm excited for El Bandito Yankee and the support of him. And so you know just uh, I never have to doubt it in regards to his preparation for the next fight. And and you know that's that's just a it's a very cool. Uh, seen when 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 you know he's up there and we know that you know we're we're behind him supporting him and and when he wins or he dominates uh, it's always fun to watch I mean and that that crowd it is all about celebration afterwards I mean all the hard work you put into it and we're like today you know where everybody's working hard we're all putting in our time so we deserve a weekend man a weekend to just kick back and enjoy yourselves and and hopefully El Bandito Yankees a part of that yeah whether it's whether it's working or whether it's succeeding or winning a championship or just kicking back and enjoying that is how you can break out the bandito and of course here on WGN every time the Blackhawks score that happens as well we're going to take a break and we come back we're going to talk a little more less a little bit on the fun side more on the serious side for some of the things you brought up some of the diversity in the background for Kansas State with the multicultural center for the Morris family and then of course helping our Olympians we'll talk about that when we come back so keep it here it's Jim Bob Morris it's Dane here Labor Day 720 WGN Jim Bob Morris he is one of the founders for L bandito yankee but a diverse business leader in a bunch of different ways and also a guy that is paying it forward not only on the celebration side with the spirit but also uh, at his alma mater kansas state and jim bob welcome back thank you dang thank you so, happy labor day again everybody happy labor day and so you're working here this is it you're kind of sharing and inspiring uh in a bunch of different ways and talk about that as you became a success on the business side and you thought to yourself what else can i do it was one of those ways to give back and then also highlight something it's one thing to just go ahead and, and write a check but to have something that's meaningful and i think has roots back to yourself on the multicultural side talk a little bit about the student center yeah, the Morris Family Multicultural Diversity Center uh, really kind of initiated from a family background. I mean, as I mentioned, uh, um, you know, we're Native American. My my dad grew up on the Tahlequah Indian Reservation, and um, my family's name was Six Killer. Uh, my I've still got cousins that uh, kept the name and so forth. Is that unfortunately we had an incident when my great great grandfather's days, where uh, apparently. Uh, Joe Six Killer, uh, my uh, would have been my great great grandfather's uh, brother, stole a cow from somebody, and and he my great great grandfather was upset about that and wanted to change her name. So there, were, I guess there was a a guy who had a tradesman had a a shop not too far from Tahlequah and had a re- respectable name. That's how we got to Morris. But we used to be Six Killer Day, so I tell everybody, <laughs> hey, don't push me too far. We'll have to change the stationery. Okay? <laughs> the Six Killer <laughs> but, Student Center sounds sounds good. But but let's talk about yeah. K-State. I mean, it's a place, it's groundbreaking, and that support is there. Yeah, for the center, what, what our goal was is that, uh, as I mentioned, you know, growing up, it was rough, um, you know, uh, my, my father suffered from uh, alcoholism. He uh, uh, we estranged, left the family, abandoned us. Uh, we were on uh, welfare and, uh, and assistance. And, and I thought growing up as a kid, 
it was, uh, it was, yeah, we had a great life. I mean, I had a dog, I had a bike, I had a baseball mat, fishing pole. Shoot, I thought we were rich, but we were living in the church parish. But so the ideas of this from where I was and my upbringings and where I wanted people to go was the diversity center to me was to take all walks of, you know, religion, creed, race, we didn't care, handicap is that give an opportunity, a place for everybody to go and then bridge them to where they want to go. You know, we're taking you from where you're at today and we're going to bridge you. And where is it? What do you envision? And I think that the vision is unlimited. I, 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 I don't like to, 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 you know, pontificate, but I think, you know, when I look at my life and I said, Hey, what did I envision, you know, to become and so forth. And people ask me, are you surprised by, this or any of the success and the answer is 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 really no one of the best examples i think is when we owned minor league sports companies whether it was arena uh football or or pbl basketball or things like that i remember somebody asked me we were 18 and 0 and we had aj guyton was our coach and we we're getting ready to win the pbl championship in in uh, basketball a minor sports league and and a reporter asked me, Jim Bob, did, did do you ever think that you here you would be? Because it was a very competitive league. And, and did you think you'd be eighteen zero playing for a championship? I go, yes. I didn't build the team to be nine and nine and nine. <laughs> so, but I think everybody's got to be out there vision where you want to go. And I think the Diversity Cultural Center it gives everybody, every walk of life, every person in the walk of life, like I said, uh, race, creed, religion, we don't care. It gives you a, a place to, you know, to be and, and to excel. And uh, we really want to work on, on building people's lives for the betterment and so forth. So I'm very proud. So one of the coolest things, I was just back there for the Kansas State opener, and this week it's Kansas State versus Mizzou and bringing that uh, rivalry back to to its roots is going to be very cool. But uh, one of the coolest things I was walking the campus and and at the student union again, it's basically was a chalkboard that says, "What do you like about Kansas State? What's one of your favorite things?" And right there was the the Morris Family uh, Diversity Culture Center up there. I was one of the favorite things about the school, and that made me probably as proud as anything. Man, I was I was so happy about that. And then then of course. Uh, uh, you know, we had the opportunity to do the Morse Family Olympic Training Facility, and I got very pumped by that. I worked with Gene Taylor, the athletic director, and, uh, you know, it was our goal uh, to create a, a world-class um, environment there. And so my gift there to them was for the student-athletes and coaches to, uh, you know, to uh, su- support, you know, an, an immeasurable uh, impact of this new facility. It is going to be absolutely state-of-the-art, world-class, um, and it, it will help certainly help uh, Kansas State with their national recruiting and so forth. Give student athletes, you know, the, the space and the equipment to need to compete at the highest level in the world. And and that's that's really another element and envision is that when we set out to do something, like when we set out to make this tequila company, I mean, we really did envision to be the best in the world uh, we wanted it to be so authentic. We want to take it back to the 1600s, but but we're working to try to do that with with everything that we touch. Is that we want to try to be the best. And I know out there that today, being Labor Day, it really ties into everything and in the fact that I think America, it's the best place in the world 
Uh, got so much respect for for all of the the workers out there, everybody doing their job, and obviously, you know, uh, I, I mean, I want everybody to be safe, but we certainly support you know all the hard work in armed services, and we support the blue and and every hard working American out there. Today's a special day, and uh, many thanks out there to everybody from El Bendito Yankee. Yeah, aiming high and with high expectations as well, and you know, so competitive on the university side. So not only to be able to support them and pay it forward, but give them constructive things to be able to. So whether it's come together, like you said, bridge some of those gaps or else, you know, kind of close that gap when it comes to leading on the athletic side and for America and for our Olympians. And we've got like a minute or so we wanted to, to mention, too, we're going to tease this as uh, your roles in all those different roles, whether it is a business leader, whether it is the leader on the El Bandito side philanthropist and supporter of so many different causes you're going to be uh, getting in on the podcast side too we're going to have the roar podcast series right here on wgn and jim bob is going to be front and center not only sharing you know maybe some inspiration and a little bit of input but of course some of those great stories and great connections with all those friends on the football and sporting side well you know and i'm, I'm super excited about the roar podcast series uh, with you dane is that we're going to have some fantastic guests we're certainly going to be able to talk about some really, really cool stuff in the sports world. And, and uh, you know, our goal is to, to have the top and the elite, whether it's in the, the world of, of football or basketball or, or hockey or, or golf or, or UFC, you name it, we're going to cover it. And we've got a lot of interesting elements that we want to bring up on the World Podcast Series, such as, you know, uh, Dane and I, when we were sitting down and, and going over exactly what we wanted to kind of stripe this thing out as and, and chalkboard it is that, hey, so you come into Chicago, what's the first thing you guys like to do? Where do you like to go eat? Okay, where do you like to hang out? Where do you like to shop? I mean, really get into some generalities about, you know, when, when athletes and celebrities come into these different communities, whether it's Chicago or Philly or Detroit or L.A., you know, uh, really kind of get down to what makes the, you know, a little bit of an everyday element for them and so forth. So it's going to be exciting. I'm pumped up about uh, doing it with you, Dane, and our guest, uh, uh, that we'll have on board. It's going to be a phenomenal list of people. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Some of the biggest stars and kind of sharing some of those untold stories. And so look forward to that. As they say in the radio business, stay tuned. Jim Bob, I'm going to let you get back to your Labor Day. We've worked you hard enough today, and thanks so much for everything you're doing. Thanks for jumping on the show today. Hey, Dane, you know what, buddy? I always appreciate it, and I love you very much. And let me tell you something. Again, I want to say out there to all the hardworking people and all the hardworking employees, happy Labor Day. Um, I, I spill especially about you guys. And a shout-out to all the hardworking people that protected us and so forth. Uh, from El Bandito, Yankee Tequila Company, and Jim Bob Morris and Chris Chilius. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jim Bob. We are going to take a break and send it to news. After that, keep it here. It's Dane on 720 WGN.